0: Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's up everybody? Hope you're doing well. Welcome back to another episode of Simply Not Easy. So today was originally going to be Fun Friday where... We were gonna have some bad jokes and that kind of thing. But thinking more and more about it, I really don't want to do it to all of you guys. Um, You know, I don't want to necessarily have to put you out of your misery. I don't want you moaning, and groaning, complaining. And frankly, I might get negative views. I don't even know how negative views or negative listens could happen. But yeah, we won't make you guys all sit through all these bad jokes. So instead of fun Friday, we're gonna go with focused Friday. And we're gonna talk about an area that takes a lot of focus, a lot of intention. Um, Yeah, and really go into that every Friday and see what it's about. So today, it's gonna be about job hunting. And job hunting is extremely applicable one to all of us in whatever stage of our life we're in, but it's also extremely applicable to me right now. And before I get into my story with this at the moment, I would make an argument for all you out there who say, hey, I've already found my dream job. I've already found the situation that I love to be working in. I don't want to change a thing. I would argue that you still have to be job hunting. And I, and I don't mean that you have to take a new position either outside of the company or within the same company that you're a part of, but people change management changes, the people higher above you change, the people below you change. And you know, the only way you might be getting around this is if you're your own boss and you only work for yourself. But even within that, you know, there's always room for growth and change. So I'm gonna argue that the idea of job hunting not only applies to seeking out a brand new job, but also looking at something where you're already in a situation that you really, really like and as management changes as the people below you change as the people below you have different demands how do you continue to create to hunt to seek out the ideal environment for yourself that as people around you change that you know you might have been relying on certain co-workers for certain things or like the job a lot because different relationships you have how can you leverage the power you have within that job to still hunt for the best possible solution for yourself so that you truly can stay in that job for another 15, 20 years and enjoy it as much as you do. So all of you know out there that I'm currently a student physical therapist. And right now I'm, I'm in my third out of fourth kind of rotation, my clinical experience where I'm out in the clinic treating my own patients. And so I'm working at the VA right now uh, up in California. After that, I go back for two more months of school back upstate New York. Uh, Then I have my very last three-month clinical down in Dallas, Texas area. Never been to Texas before, so that will definitely be an experience. Uh, The heat might be a little challenging in the summer, but I got a strong feeling air conditioning will be my friend. So anyways, I'm wrapping up near the end. So talking about how to find that job, how to job hunt, what I know for myself is I wanna be within the area of orthopedic physical therapy. And there just so happen to be residency programs within that area. So within physical therapy, um, there are residency and fellowship programs, kind of in a similar way to how medical doctors will go through medical school, other than they have a few years of residency and a few years of fellowship. Residency is a specialty area. So within PT, this would be sports, orthopedics, neurology gerontology, um, even cardiopulmonary or pediatrics. Uh, Then it's very different within the medical field as well. Uh, Then we can have a subspecialty after that, which is a focused area within that for fellowship. So a fellowship, so let's say, so I'm an orthopedics guy. I like sports too, but orthopedics. So for me, for the orthopedic, based fellowships that I could do in the future after residency would be either a manual therapy fellowship looking a very detailed approach in the body and a lot of hands-on approach or a spine fellowship Uh, fellowships focused a lot on um, care of spinal conditions things related to the spine and it's not that you're only treating patients with spinal issues but You're utilizing the spine and the movements with the spine as kind of your foundation and how you base everything off of that. Because if you don't have a strong spine, hey, it's like the old saying goes, if you don't have a strong backbone, what can you back yourself up on? And actually, I don't even know if that was a saying. I kind of just made that up on the fly. So I'm glad that came out somewhat intelligent and we'll go with that one. I have a lot of kind of weird sports sayings like that that I feel like I just make up as I go. But anyways, my life today, where am I at? So I didn't just pop out, out of nowhere and say, hey man, I wanna do an orthopedic residency. No, I had never heard of this stuff before. So I was going to PT school, and one of my first years in the graduate program, um, actually it was right before the graduate program, one of my professors um, mentioned it. Kind of to the whole class, kind of broadly and then, I started to get more interested in, in it. So, and he did this because he started a residency program himself, so he definitely, you know, believed in it, believed in the advanced training. And as I progressed throughout my school, I was very, very interested in orthopedics. Now I'm very interested in other areas too, and I continue to be, but I can tell which area is going to be more my passionate focus. So I was looking more and more into this, and so I went to talk to him, figure out more about it. and. So again, I just want to give the idea that I don't just come up with these ideas out of nowhere. These there are mentors in my life that have kind of, you know, gently nudged me in the right direction and I've decided to follow the call and go after something that I enjoy a lot. So there are about there are tons of these residency programs all over the country. Some are higher quality than others. So for the area of orthopedics, there are roughly 85 physical therapy residencies that are all a one year long program now you can technically do them at any time after you've graduated but it's recommended to do them earlier in your career within the first few years because that's a strong foundation that you'll continue to build upon later and later and you'll only continue to grow more after that experience so I want to do that in my first year out of school I want to you know, within my first year, start one of those year long residency programs. So my job was to say, all right, sweet. There are 85 across the country. There is no way in heck I am applying to 85 of them and there's no way in heck that I want to go to all 85 of them. So I had to find out more information and it was kind of like a college search all over again. You know, looking at the, it's a year long program. So different ones of them have different start dates. So i had to organize them by start dates and say, okay, so based on when I graduate and finish my program in school, when will I be able to start? Will I have to wait another full year? Will I be able to start within three to four months? What's that timeline going to look like for me? And so that was a big factor for me. Another big factor is the mentorship. Because for me, that's a lot of what this is about. You know, the residency, the benefit of it is you treat slightly less patients than you would in a normal job, but the rest of the time is filled up with um, advanced learning courses where you're in there often on the weekends and really putting in some good hours learning from some amazing advanced clinicians other then other times during the week you've got mentors that are assigned to you and that these are already kind of well everybody in their career is still growing these are quote unquote experts in the field people who have been where you've been before and have been far beyond so they can guide you and help direct you and help you become a really efficient hardworking, knowledgeable clinician that can connect with patients very well. And so I'm looking for a program that has really high quality mentors, a program that's been around a while, and a program one, I mean, just like you're applying, people apply to colleges, it's gotta be interesting to me. It's gotta be a good area to be around. It's gotta be a fun culture, because you know, you're there for, to a certain extent, you can tough anything out for a year, but. You know, if you're going through with this and having a commitment, at least in my mind, I might as well have some fun while I'm around too. So those are all factors I was considering. So I go through this list of 85 residencies and I'm a strong believer in that. I've got to find out who I'm not before I'm totally sold on who I am. That doesn't just go for job searching. That goes for every area of my life. As we go through our own self-discovery process, oftentimes it's not about you know, narrowing it down immediately to say, this is the gold star. This is a nugget of truth. This is who I am. It's more about you find experiences and situations that you really know you don't like and you cross those off your list. So that's what I did. and I looked at, um, I started out with the timelines, you know, were there timelines that just, I would have to wait a full year because, you know, Some people may call it impatient, I call it driven. I'm ready to get after the opportunity and the experience. So I cross those off my list. I also crossed off my list areas that, you know, I just, I knew with my mentors, um, didn't have hot reviews, you know, programs, I didn't go looking into the kind of nuggets and the details of, hey, this is a separates a good from a great program yet. I just got rid of the ones that, you know, I thought, and for my mentors, we thought that they just they were bad programs. So I just crossed those off my list. Uh, then after that as well, I went to see, okay, what's the mentorship experience there? Do you get the chance to work with multiple mentors? What what kind of quality are the mentors? Are there things I can do for research to find out more about the programs? Other than, like I said before, I also based it off location. I base, and again, I'm not a guy who feels like I'm tied down in a moment that I have to stay in a certain area. It's just a year. Um, so I could, I could really be anywhere in the country, but I want to be somewhere good in the country for myself. So I crossed off some places that I knew that I just, I wouldn't want to be, totally around there. And after that, I got, you know, I narrowed it down from about 85 choices to probably about 15, just doing all that. So then, once I get those 15 to maybe 20, that's when I start looking into details. Because there's no way I'm gonna apply to all those programs, because why would you apply to something if you're not interested in it, especially with this, like, extra training? It's even, it might be different for college, you know. Some of you for college might have applied to just one school, some of you, like, you know, one of my friends did, he got in and he's been tunnel vision and clutch every like along the way since. But others of you, like my cousin, she applied to thirteen different colleges. So you never know, there's a different approach for everybody. But I only want with this with it being not just kind of a general college experience that, you know, it's it's good. There are some that are absolutely higher level than others, and some to get a lot more knowledge than others. And I ended up at a really good one at Ithaca at least for my my personal experience, it's been really good. But the other thing is, is that I wanna apply to only the high quality ones. So I started looking at the details. I started looking at things I cared about. And what I'm gonna bring you up to date with now is I've narrowed my choice down to a top two. So I went from around 85 or so down to about 15 or 20. Uh, Then that's when I started looking at the details, looking at things I cared about. And like anything, there's no perfect formula, but it's finding what resonates with you and what kind of culture you wanna be around. But then as I got down to you know, maybe a top five or so, I looked really, really into the details to figure out, okay, what do I want out of this for sure? And does this align with my values, who I am and what I want and who I wanna be? And so I've narrowed it down to top two. Well, the reason I'm bringing this up to all of you today is today I'm gonna to go visit one of those the other one i've had i've actually taken a a continued education course from the residency program so i've gotten a really good taste of their caliber what they're made of they're a little bit closer to my home back up in upstate new york area this is one down in southern california area so today actually last night i right after work i took the bus all the way from so i took the i was going to take the caltrain down from Palo alto california down to san jose Caltrain schedule got mixed up, so I had to take a last minute Uber down to San Jose. So, with 10 minutes to spare, just in the nick of time. All right, haha, ha, nick of time. I'm Nick. All right, that's the bad joke for the day, I guess. Sorry, everybody. So, just in the nick of time, I got an Uber down there, got there with 10 minutes remaining for my Greyhound bus. So, I took the bus down last night after work, got in at 1 a.m. today slash last night. And today I'm gonna go meet with the director of the residency program down here. And it's not an interview yet or anything, but I wanted to try and create the opportunity to introduce myself to get even more familiar with the program. And so it's about taking action steps like that about saying, hey, how can I create opportunities for myself? How can I, you know, I'm not doing this to show off that I'm driven to show off that I'm persistent, but it takes persistence to develop these opportunities. Because you know, the director of this program, an extremely busy person, absolutely. And you know, hasn't necessarily returned every single email, but I think a lot of people would just give up, give up with a hard time of communication. And I'll be honest with all of you, I booked the bus ticket down to come down here all the way to LA, not having a guarantee yet that I would have a meeting with him. It was looking likely, but we didn't have a time set up yet. But it wasn't until I was basically right before I was already on the bus that I found out I'd be meeting with him at noon today. So I'll be meeting with him at noon today. Crazy excited, crazy nervous. It's going to be a great opportunity to ask him a lot of detailed, more detailed questions. So even though this is my top two, even though I know I will be applying to it, even though you know, I know that it would be a good fit for me. I have to find out how great it is to find out my options. Not only, cause I don't want to assume that I'm going to get into both necessarily. I want to set myself up for success and do the best I can. But I want to be able to make a great choice when the opportunity comes. I want to have name recognition. I want when my name comes up in the application, I want him to know the face behind the name and know that I'm willing and ready to go and driven. And so that's what I'm doing today. So. You know, in this episode talking about the job hunt, I hope this gets all you guys excited. I hope it gets you pumped up and stay hungry out there. Search for that ideal job, that ideal situation for yourself, even if it means quote unquote staying in the same place you are, even if it means staying in the same employee job situation, but getting a chance to explore more, getting a chance to cultivate that ideal environment so that. As the job market changes, as situations change, as different employees, employers you work with, mentors and mentees you work with change, you can still leverage all your greatness to set up the best situation for yourself. All right, signing off on another great episode of Simply Not Easy.